Hi, and welcome to La Vie Attaché. Change your thoughts, change your life. I'm Peggy McKnight, and I am concluding today's series of self-discipline with eight steps to mastering self-discipline. So let's dive in. Anyone can master self-discipline. It's really not that hard. It's just a decision that you want to make, and then you implement it. If you really want to do it, you'll do it. Even the process of trying to develop more self-discipline will make a huge difference in your life. You learn to control your impulses, your desires, and wants so that you can stay focused on achieving your long-term goals. Let's check out eight steps of mastering self-discipline that I want to share with you that you can start using today. Number one, know what self-discipline is. Sometimes it's hard to to become self-disciplined for people because they don't know what it means. They think that it'll take away all the fun from their life. They'll be very rigid, very structured, and not have any fun, right? On the contrary, all being self-disciplined means is that you don't allow distractions or short-term temptations or desires to get in the way of reaching your long-term goals. It doesn't derail you. Number two, you set clear goals. To be successful in anything in life, you must have a reason for doing it. Your reasons in this case are your goals. Perhaps you want to start exercising every day. Maybe you need a process to finish a work project. Maybe you're wanting to pivot and change careers completely. Whatever it is, create the goal using the specific language. For example, implement the SMART goal method. Is it specific? Is it measurable? Is it achievable? Is it realistic? And is it time bound? If your goals meet those criteria, This really is the best way to set yourself up for success. Your goals, the results you are looking for, will be your why and your motivation for going forward. Number three, know how to achieve your goals. Once you set your goals and you've got them smart, write down exactly how you're going to achieve it. Write down every single step it will take for each goal that you've set. Then put in your calendar. Schedule it as if you're going to do it and schedule it realistically. Keep in mind how long things really take to give yourself enough time for, as well as adding in some cushion. And don't forget those breaks. At least schedule in a 10 minute break every hour when you're working on things to give yourself time to decompress, especially if you're looking at the computer. You need that time away from staring at the screen all of the time to give your eyes and your brain that added break that they desperately need. Number four, know your weaknesses. If there is something that will distract you, know now even is the time to admit it. For example, if you want to get up an hour earlier each morning so that you can go to the gym before work, but you never can fall asleep before midnight, Why not choose to exercise at a different time so that your goal is achievable and works around your weaknesses? Number five, learn how to prioritize. 
The other thing you really need to practice and learn to be good at when mastering self-discipline is how to put things in the right order so that there is no bottlenecks or no blocks. It's sort of like realizing that your toothbrush should be in the bathroom so you don't forget to brush your teeth. Things should fit together simply. This takes practice as well as trial and error, but it will get better over time. Ultimately, don't give up. Just revisit your prioritizations and what needs to be tweaked or adjusted. Track everything. To get better at self-discipline, you'll need to track everything. That's the only way you'll know if you're doing better or not. Get a journal of some kind. The kind that you'll use is the best kind. There are plenty of them out there and find one that works for you and fits. Write in it each day to record your progress and feelings about various situations. Then you'll start to take a bigger look at each month when you do your reviews to see if there's any themes here and what you can do about them to tweak them so they work to your advantage and not against you. Number seven, get accountability. One thing about self-discipline is that eventually you need to be able to provide accountability to yourself. For now, you might want to find a support group or a friend to talk to about your self-improvement. Goals that you can work on together often help to talk out with others as well because they might see things differently than you are. If you're in the weeds, you can't see the wood for the trees, a different perspective from a support group or friend might be able to give you that added boost in order to work through those bottlenecks or to change and tweak things so you can break free of those bottlenecks or blocks. And number eight, improve. As you track and measure your progress and are accountable for your promises to yourself and to others, you can find areas where you can make improvements. Self-discipline is something you get better at with practice. Practice makes permanent. Although practice does make perfect, but what does perfect look like to you? Everybody's idea of perfection is very different. So just go out there and practice, practice, practice in order for it to become a permanent thing in your life. Truly mastering discipline, self-discipline even, is mostly about understanding what it is, what it means, and the benefits of doing it, and then practicing it every single day. You may not be perfect, but the more you succeed, the stronger you will become, and the better you'll be at self-disciplined things and the healthiest way to your life. So there we have it, my friends. I hope you've enjoyed this series on self-discipline. I sure have. And stay tuned tomorrow for another series. Bye for now.